good 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 i think um i i think i'm getting or i am sick but like i don't feel like Ill, oh yeah, Ill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep yep you know yep, yep. Uh, you have the general a general cold, you would say? Yeah, it's like I don't have a fever, I don't have a headache. Outside of like that one night that we were there, I was like not feeling good at all. Um, yeah, but like since then, I'm like headache is fine, like no headache, no fever, but just sinuses are just horrible. I have a cough yep. that I can't get rid of. Uh, it's really annoying, but it was it was a fun time, um, and I would do it. I would yeah. do it again. I would do it again. Who would have thought that? Going somewhere that like 125,000 people from 135,000 of the world. How many? 135 officially. 135. I mean, no way anyone there was sick. (laughs) That's a lot of people. Yeah, just a lot of people. Think about it, don't think about it is what I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This is the DMGT podcast. I am your host, Danny. And I'm Spencer. Spencer, uh, this is technically not a code open because we just called open, but this is a prompt for you. Okay, because I was going to say, wait, talking about CES was your big no, cold open no, that you had no. for me? Uh, okay, because you were like, I have a surprise. And I'm like, it better not be that. That was a bad surprise. That's, okay, that good. a bad surprise. <laughs> uh, I'm going to list out two names, and then you okay. have to pick one. Oh, it did the balloon thing. I hate when it... Google does that. Um, and then we're just going to keep it going. And How did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it did that. Uh, I don't know why it did it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. In keeping secrets of Silent Earth 3 or the second stage turbine blade? <sighs> Danny. And just Danny. name, just name one, just name one. I, I have to just say one of them? Yep. Is, am I choosing You're one of choosing, them? You're choosing, yes. Okay, you can't... Now, <laughs> is there more to this game? Yes, or is there's it more just to this me? game. Choose, Spencer. You have to choose. Right now, I'm going to go In Keeping Secrets. I it, can't... Oh, that's... Oh, I feel bad about that. In Keeping Secrets, No World for Tomorrow. Uh, in, in Keeping Secrets. In Keeping Secrets, Vax is 2. In Keeping Secrets. In Keeping Secrets, Good Apollo. Oh, man. This sucks. Um, <laughs> this is really, this really sucks. Oh. I gotta go in uh, I gotta go in Keeping Secrets. In Keeping Secrets, Year of the Black Rainbow. <laughs> in Keeping Secrets. That, that one's an easier one. That's fair. In Keeping Secrets, No World for Tomorrow. Uh, still in Keeping, yeah. In Keeping Secrets, The Color Before the Sun. Definitely, I don't even... I've, I honestly barely listen to that album. Okay. I do love them. In Keeping it's Secrets... It's technically not part of the story, so... The Unheavenly Creatures. <laughs> Uh, in keeping secrets. All right, one more then. Uh, in keeping secrets, the aftermath ascension. The afterman ascension and descension. Afterman. It's actually a double LP released okay. about three months apart, but technically released all together. <laughs> and if I put them all together, 
it's still in keeping secrets, but literally almost all of these are so close, but I just, I just can't, I, man, that was hard and I hated that. It hurt my feelings. So it's in keeping <laughs> secrets. So it's in keeping secrets. That's the only album that survives. They're all, the rest of them are gone is that was the game. Yeah. I mean, if that, if, if that has to happen, I'm glad that one is there, uh, but brutal stuff uh we will be doing this with lincoln park uh <laughs> at some point soon in the future i knew um, you would enjoy that for those that are unaware these are all coheed and cambria albums and i saw a trend i've been seeing this trend on tiktok where people i mean who wouldn't getting, know that <laughs> <laughs> i've been seeing this trend where like the people come up to random other people and just like list out Things like this, not not always albums. Sometimes it's like food dishes. So it's like they'll go up to an Italian person and be like a margarita pizza, and then they'll list out like all the different pizzas. And it's yeah. very fun to see people um, when like two of their favorites go to head to head struggle as much as you just did. Uh, it's very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, and this is not a topic we have, but uh, I'm currently playing way too much Slay the Spire. Because uh, I just have gotten really oh, yeah, deep yeah. into just <clears throat> random roguelike shit. I'm downloading everything, <laughs> oh, trying them out. I'm glad. I'm glad. Slay the Spire is basically that the game is well, <laughs> well. Uh, that's the game. Like yeah. the whole game is just choosing cards and being like, <sighs> I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. But I needed to. But I didn't yeah. want to. Um. But amazing game. game. And also, yeah, it's I haven't slayed the Spire yet. I'll say that much. Have you have you given the um, the first Risk of Rain a a shot since you enjoyed Risk of Rain 2 so much? It's a play differently because it's more of a platformer. I haven't yet. um, Is it on PS5 yet or just they did the PC re-release? They did the uh, I think they just did the PC re-release. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I, I. I hope it eventually comes to PS5, but also maybe if it like came to iOS, I might play it because it feels like it would work fine. Yeah. Um, I do love the art style of that first one. It's a fun it's one. Fun. It's a fun one. Uh, but I'm glad that you, you're getting into the roguelike world because they're, those are good games. They make for good, just raw video gaming. Um, which, funny enough, Last of Us Part Two Remastered has that roguelike that we played a little bit. We talked about it a little bit we last did. week, but it's getting really good reviews. It's getting really strong reviews. It is. Uh, I saw, I think like the first one I read this morning was, I don't think it was technically like a game reviewing site. It might've just been a news site, but it was basically just like 10 out of 10. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's one of the best video games <laughs> ever. Uh, and then they re-release it. And then add stuff and make everything look better. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's still, uh, yeah. It's but, effectively a but, director, a director's cut. Yeah. But, but, uh, I uh, don't think it should exist as a game you have to buy. It's, yeah, I think, uh, Santa Monica Studios, uh, spoiled us a little bit with the free DLC on, uh, Ragnarok. I think, that what should have happened is they maybe did like a $20 upgrade to a to 
both if you had the first one, 20 bucks to get the remaster. If you Spencer, have the second one, 20 bucks. Do I have good news for you? It's a $10 upgrade if you already have part 2. Wait, is it? Yes. That they have buried that lead. <laughs> Because I didn't know that. <laughs> like, everything I've read is like, does it need to happen? Do we need to do this again? Like, in terms of like, because the first one was full price. Yeah, yeah. So they learned their lesson, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's, I'm uh... floored. I have not, I've literally not seen that in any of the stuff I've consumed about The Last of Us. Because I haven't typed in so how many much people, is it. So many people are like really upset because of these reasons and valid reasons. Like if it, this was a full-ass price game, I'd be like, this is bad. Uh, but no, it's a 10 Because they you, did that already. Yeah, they they you, already did that, they, and it was bad. Because they did it, yes. <laughs> um, but no, this is a $10 upgrade. Again, they should have just called this a director's cut because Ghost of Tsushima... Did this with the director's cut, but that one was a twenty dollar yep. upgrade. I yeah, mean, if well, you're on PlayStation Plus, confusing. Included, yeah, that is honestly the confusing part. Is they are they are making it very clearly this a standalone two, just like the first one. So me not being the smartest man in the room today, uh, just assumed it was the same thing, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. So I didn't buy the first one. I'm not buying this one either. No. Um. Because then I'd have to buy the first one. But now, yeah, I'm going to get it. <laughs> $10 upgrade? You get all the additional yeah, content? Yeah, that's, yeah, now yeah. Now that's easy. Now that's yeah. easy for me. I mean, honestly, all of these rogue guys <clears throat> I've been playing, I've bought them twice because I'll buy them on my phone <laughs> and then be like, man, you know what? It'd yeah. probably be better to not play it on my phone. And then I'll buy it on my PlayStation. So, yeah. I mean, you you do got me hooked on Brotato. I, I spent most of my right. layover or my delay playing Brotato. That's how I pass it. Isn't time. it like time? It's like a time travel game. Like, cause it, it literally goes quick. And honestly, if you're looking for a game to kill time, Protato is so good. I cannot <laughs> it beat it on game. level four. It is I a fun can't game. get, I can't, I can't pass level four. But, I'm, I'm barely getting uh, to level two. So I, I got, I got a ways to go. Um, Spencer, what are we talking about today? What are um, our main so topics? Obviously, we just talked about the last since, one. Since we are, you know, two guys that are all about being premature. Yeah. Um, oh, we boy. will. Jesus. What? Nothing, what are you talking about? Nothing. Nothing. No, go for it. No, no we, we were fine. both it's preemies. Fine. We were preemies. Mm -hmm. We were born early. What What did you think? No, just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you asked me to do the agenda, and I'm yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. agenda. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, early uh, early pre-mature pre 2024 <laughs> Game of the Year predictions. Um, we're going to talk about yeah. some games that are coming out and what we yep. think is going to be best. Yep. Um, and win the all-important and everyone's favorite game awards. Um, Prince of Persia uh, came out. We've already gotten games in 2024 that are making waves so we'll talk a little bit about that wavy baby and what does it indicate for the dreaded ubisoft um uh we will briefly touch on maybe after a little bit of distance what was our favorite thing from ces that i really want that you really want mm -hmm. what's the thing mm -hmm. we're going to be spending money on that mm -hmm. we don't have um and then finally we'll talk a little bit about t-pain being in gta 6 yeah because honestly if anything we just haven't had time to talk about T-Pain enough. 
And I would say, me and you, we've literally always loved T-Pain. T- yes. There's never been a yes. time where I thought yes. T-Pain was not cool. And he continues to be cool. He's going to do some GTA 6 music, radio, whatever. Um, and we're going to make, we're going to guess on who else is going to be part of it. Yeah. I think that'll be fun because GTA 5 had a lot of people in there that people weren't aware of. So uh, I think this one will be a little bit more high profile. But yeah, that's a good one. Let's start off with games coming out in 2024. Look, at some point, and maybe, maybe that's my task for the rest of this month, figure out a way that we can play like fantasy video games. You know how like you do fantasy I, Oscars so, or something? I was thinking about this. We can do a video game draft and then based oh, on yeah. the uh the like we can either do like Metacritic or game score or like the average of both. Yeah, maybe combine. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then just have a point system based on what, you know, who's higher. Yeah. Just make it easy. Yeah. Like or I how win, close you we win. Are. And then yeah. you, yeah, and then we just get the same amount of games for the year, one a month, two a month, whatever. And then basically that's all we get. So when the game releases, after that release time, you know, like a week later, that's when we lock in the points. Boom. Basically, it's like the movie draft um, that you can do with box office, but just I like it. video game review score. I like it. So, hey, like there's it. a game you can play, everybody. Everybody can join in on that. I'll, I'll make sure it's like nice up or something, and then like I'll, I'll post it online next week, and we'll like actually do the draft next week. Um, all right, so a lot of not quite as many. There are a lot of games coming out in 2024. I don't think it's going to be quite as heavy as 2023 was, and I'm not necessarily upset at that because there's there's still a backlog of 2023 games I want to get back mm-hmm. back to. So I'm not super upset if 2024 slows down a tiny bit, a tiny bit. But let's do some quick premature guesses on who we think is going to win <clears throat> Game of the Year, which one's going to come out on top. The easy one right now, and I'll start. The easy one right now that people are going with is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I have not really been, um, like, in with that sentiment in general uh, because I wasn't mm-hmm. the biggest fan of the f- remake part one. Now that I'm seeing more trailers, more gameplay trailers, and more footage of the game itself, now I'm like, okay, now I'm getting a little bit more excited, which might be, you know, my downfall. But I don't think that's going to win Game of the Year. Uh, my choice is going with Dragon's Dogma 2. I think this is potentially going to be, and we've talked about this a little bit, this is potentially going to be my new Skyrim. And I, I, I think it has the potential to, to be that high fantasy, uh, RPG, Western RPG type. They're doing some weird, like the recent trailer was very fun there's like they're they're having fun with it they're like taking some risks it's being kind of weird with the creatures and you know everything all the character designs and all of that um so i'm I'm looking forward i think that that would be my choice right now for front runner i do think there's a lot of options but if gun to my head that's the one i pick yeah no that's fair um so i think you're right with final fantasy uh, I I just you know there needs to be just a remake game of the year at this point because it's so prevalent. We've talked about this a bunch of times, uh, but it's like it's a part two 
remake to a part seven of a story, and that's a weird thing. Well, it's an anthology, so it's not really like you know. Yeah, I get it, but yeah, but it says seven, but it's like it's the basically it's saying like, hey, uh, we really really enjoyed Pirates of the Caribbean, (laughs) um, and we are going to give At World's End the best picture, (laughs) like which is like okay, but like. Do we need at World's End? <laughs> um, looks cool. It's going to be fun if you like it, but it's not. No, no. Can't be. Not interested. I think Dragon's Dogma 2 has a legit shot of being the Elden Ring of 24. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. They're not, they're not going chill with how big this game is and how much this game has and uh it's like a little bit faster of combat um there's a lot of unique systems uh that it seems to have like it looks good already like and it's still a couple months out and like the gameplay you're seeing because the some gameplay came out what two three weeks ago right around christmas and it looks great and it's still months away from being released um so i think that's a good one but Mine is hopefully, my prediction is hopefully uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. I, for I, all, yeah. basically everything. For yeah. basically everything, yeah. it's Hollow Knight Silk Song. <laughs> I want this game to actually exist this year. Um, looking at some lists of like, you know, anticipated games, like everyone's like, this was also on the list last year. And kind of, we like hinted at it the year before. <laughs> and so we'll see. We'll see. I, um, I, I would love yeah. to be wrong for Silk Song specifically. Like if, yeah. it, if it's, if it's Silk Song actually comes out, which at this point, not a real game. Um, man, that would make my year. That would make my gaming year for sure. I love Hollow Knight be, so much, so much. And I am... Yeah, I mean... I, it's it's kind of shocking how, like, I've seen, like, a lot of um, some content stuff, like, oh, most anticipated games of the year, yada, yada. And it feels like Silk Song has kind of, like, gone by the wayside a little bit because we haven't heard any news. Yeah, I, where, I like, it because, was everywhere. It was yeah. plastered everywhere for 2023, it felt like. It like, really oh was. God, it coming, really felt coming. like... I, I think everybody just got like kind of bummed out. And so we're like, you know what? Never mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I think some other interesting games. Also, I would say first couple months of the year, lots of games coming out. Like lots of games. A lot of games. Like you're, it's top heavy for like, sure. It's super top heavy. Like we are Last of Us Part Two, obviously. This week. Uh, we got Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Tekken 8. Uh, and this is all that's January. <laughs> like there's three <laughs> yeah, huge yeah. games that you can play for a shitload of time. Prince of Persia, uh, Lost Persona Crown, which we'll, talk to, we'll talk about right now. Yeah. Yep. Prince of Persia. Uh, we got what else? Oh, uh, you know what? Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Someone's going to like it. Uh, someone will. I'm not going to be me. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested in the I'm interested. I'm going to keep an eye on Skull and Bones. I'm going to wait a week to see how the reviews are and how the gameplay looks. But. Skull and yeah. Bones, uh, maybe. I'll give you the. I'll give. This is the reviews that I will give to Skull and Bones. Not there. Not not that good. The answer is going to be not that good. It doesn't look that good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. But I'm like, yeah, something about it. It really like, does. I'm just curious. I'm mostly just curious. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, we also got 
Laura Croft Tomb Raider one through three remastered. Um, like those are the yeah. old old ones, like yeah, not yeah, the yeah. remaster the, of the new ones, right? Um, so like I mean that's kind of fun. I'm interested to see and play that a little bit. Like it's just there's a lot going on. The first couple, also big huge one. Star Wars Dark Forces is getting a remaster. Why not? Coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's like uh, all the, that's not including any of the, the games that technically don't have release dates just yet. So like yeah, things that don't that have was release just dates. Not even, that was just February. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so maybe it's not as slow. It, again, it's tiniest of bit slower than last year. Uh, but like Star yeah. Wars Outlaws, I'm looking forward to. Um, Definitely. Metal Gear Solid uh, 3 remake. Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater is officially the same. Metal Gear Solid 3 is legitimately one of the greatest games of all time. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that remake. Uh, for sure, they need their own category. Remake. We need a remake, separate remake yeah, category. Yeah, there's so many. Alone in the Dark. Yeah. Uh, Hades 2. Like that. That Hades 2. Hades 2. Early, but it's it's early access. Want, Does that yeah. count? I don't know. For like a game of the year? I guess not. I don't not. know how that works. I guess not. Uh, um, Black Myth, Wukong. Rise Black of the Myth Ronin. Wukong, I think, has a potential if it delivers. Rise of Ronin, same deal yeah. there if it delivers. Uh, because we Also, Warhammer yeah. 40,000 Space Marine 2, that's going to be fun. Like, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be fine. There's, there's, there's some options. I don't think it's... Like, last year around this time, I would have been like, yeah, it's probably going to be Tears of the Kingdom, and I wouldn't have felt that bad. Like, I, there was still my runner-up. Um mm. So it didn't feel that bad about this one, about that. Uh, this year, it doesn't feel like there's like a clear, like this is probably going to be the the leading consensus. And then as the year plays out, we'll figure it out. But there, I, I, yeah. I, I can't identify one where it's like, that's probably it. That's like probably for sure the front runner. Yeah, there's definitely not a clear. No, there's just really not a clear one. Um, it could go all sorts of ways because a lot of these games like. Aside from the remakes, like they're 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 games that are relatively original, but it's like yeah. a lot of them are like studios that have been building on top of what they've done before. It's not like yeah, a totally it's, like oh we forgot you existed as like a studio and now you just did this. It's like yeah. it, there's a lot of like workman games this year. It's if that uh, makes sense. yeah, no, it does, it does. I think there's also the um, just like the 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 sleepers that we just the games that we're not even clocking right now. Like for me, Baldur's Gate three yep. was a game I was not even clocking until July of last year, half halfway through the year. So yeah, I think there's I always like, a potential for something like that to pop up. Yeah, and that that's that's the thing. Like I only understood that Baldur's Gate existed because Diablo was coming out <laughs> for some reason. Like that's where Baldur's Gate came into my. Yeah. Yeah, brain space. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 also excited to see like what are what's like the pizza tower of twenty going to be of twenty twenty four. The game that's just like some dude made this and it's cool. It's the best game basically in terms of sheer playing a game. Um, I wonder like those are always the fun the fun ones to find. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the ones that just suddenly get a cult following on online, those are doors are always cool. Um 
What's the what's the one that I just play I just played with Pat? What's up, Pat? Uh I just played the other day. It was uh the multiplayer game on Steam that's in alpha, but it's like really popular right know. now. Um it, it, whatever I, when it, when I think of it I'll, I'll come back to it but it, it was a really good time it's like it's got proximity chat it's kind of like a survivor kind of horror e elements it was very fun um, and we were very bad at it but it was it was a good time uh, speaking of games and studios that are kind of like iterating or like coming out of nowhere maybe yes. uh, Prince of Persia just or actually it's releasing this week. Uh, Really strong reviews. This is published by Ubisoft. Actually innovating on the Metroidvania genre in a good way. Uh, I would love, I would love, and because it only it's only a good thing for everyone if this happens. If Ubisoft, if this is like a sign of Ubisoft starting to turn it around a little bit, as far as like you mm-hmm. know what we're we're gonna go back to swinging. For high quality, because that's how Ubisoft started. They started off with like high quality. We're pushing the limits of what this medium can do. Prince of Persia has um, like a mechanic. I forgot what it's called. It's like a like a return a to area, like portal transporting thing mechanic. Mm. That's almost like an unwind button, uh, but it changes. Like you, you keep some of the progress when you when you do that um and i think that's like a really cool way yes it's a really cool way of switching up even just a little bit the uh, metroidvania formula because then it's also impacting how you progress it's like impacting a bunch of elements of of gameplay with such like with one single mechanic and i think that's a really cool uh cool thing also graphically and like the art style big fan i think it looks really good yeah, yeah. Uh, I was watching some some gameplay, uh, and I was definitely like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be playing this game at some point, like for sure." Um, combat looks really tight. Uh, yeah, art direction looks great. Looks fun. Um, kind of looks. It feels like a. It's almost like a Hades light type of thing because I yeah, don't think it's that all that long. It's like, but it kind of reminded me of like how the combat kind of looked. A little bit, um, yeah. But I think with Ubisoft's always, it's always a weird studio to think about and talk about because they did do those <laughs> types of things where they're doing, yeah. yeah, like interesting stuff. But then they also, you know, like one of their subsidiaries or they published things like Playboy, The Mansion, or <laughs> uh, CSI yeah. Miami for Microsoft Windows, <laughs> uh, like. They did some weird, like they were also a pump out publisher. Sure, sure. They, they kind of always have a little thing. bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, they've never been the bespoke. They basically like came on and were like, we want to do a shitload of shit all the time. But then they have um, like the original Assassin's Creed, the original Far Cries, which, and only you the, know, were and only fantastic. Assassin's Creed 1, good. Black Flag, good. Rest of them, not good. <laughs> hey hey and yeah hogwarts legacy still sucks (laughs) i don't know why there's been more stuff coming out about how amazing hogwarts legacy is but i continue to be very firm and it's bad and shouldn't (laughs) exist and doesn't exist 
And I feel the same way about everything related to Assassin's Creed except those two games that I said. All right. And I'm including the Michael Fassbender movie in that. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I'm playing. And I love me some Fosse. It was not good. Uh, They have the division. No, no. It's look, they've gone through a little bit of a lull here in the 2010s, uh, like late 2010s into now. Um, So hopefully that's because uh, who is it? Uh, Star Wars Outlaws is Ubisoft. It's not EA. So and and that initial like looks and impressions like it's still a ways out no release date so it's looking all right I'm hoping I'm hoping that like this is a step in the right direction I'm not saying yeah. that like Prince of Persia is game of the year level but it's sitting currently sitting at a solid a solid respectable 86 on Metacritic again Metacritic not the end all be all but everything I've seen about it so far looks solid I mean I'm going to pick this up on sale probably For sure. but. Oh, I'm yeah. going to play this. I'm going to like, this is different from like, you know, I'm not going to look at Far Cry 6 or I'm not going to look at um, what did they just release uh, recently? Immortals Phoenix Rising. I just didn't get around to it, even though you kind of enjoyed it. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, or like, or the recent the Assassin's thing- Creed. Like it, this one, at least, you know, I'm going to look into. And then if this goes well, hopefully Star Wars also goes well, because again, smaller studios different studios that Ubisoft is uh, backing here. And hopefully they're learning their lesson. Maybe go a little hands off and let them experiment a little bit, give them money and let them experiment. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good move. And I think the thing about where Ubisoft has been for a while for, for me, for us maybe is like, it's, it's truly like the junk food of video games. Like, Immortals Phoenix Rising, I can't tell you a single thing about that game, except it, I did play it. But I don't really remember it. You know, that's like, that is Ubisoft yeah. for yeah. like the last like 10 years. It's like, I don't actually remember the game <laughs> at all, but it, that's did, fair. it was something that's fair. I played. Um, So that that's that's where we are with with Prince of Persia and Ubisoft. We'll see. We'll see where where we are. Um, Spencer. This episode is brought to you by the DMGT on YouTube. We have the DMGT Please, podcast yes. on YouTube now. <laughs> Subscribe and watch because we get money for it now. We're monetized. Also, if it anybody wants cool. to like sponsor us, we're we were at, we were at CES. We are professionals. We are real professionals. Okay, we have media badges, so we do have media badges. <laughs> Give us money. Um, send us money (laughs) that's how it works right spencer what's the one thing if you had to pick one thing what is the thing that you want the most from ces that we saw at ces because there was a lot of we saw a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah i think that the easy answer for me would be the ar glasses but i already wanted those before Mm -hmm, ces mm -hmm. so yeah let's switch it up let's switch it up yeah, it's not that's not what I want. Um I think the whole transparent OLED stuff is more gimmick than like game changer. I think it'll it serves a specific purpose, but I mean I'm still wondering what that price is gonna be. Um yeah. for it to be anything. Like if it's it if it's not within the range of like even just like wealthy ish people buying it. Then I'm like, okay, it's never going to catch on. We don't care anymore. Um, 
But I think the thing I was most wanting to buy was the Hisense frame competitor. That's yeah. I, it's, it looked I'm, really good. I wish we and had it'll a be price cheaper, and that's been the only. Dates. Yeah, but, but it, it can't yeah. be more expensive than the Samsung frame because no, no, the frame sure sells. Yeah, yeah, on like the same level as their like one below flagship, which is insane. Um, so I can only imagine it's going to be like significantly less than that. Yeah, and it just currently right now would just solve a problem, like because I want something on a wall that could also be used for like recipes in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't want it to be, I, I just kind of want to stop having like an iPad set up everywhere. <laughs> um, and just like make things a little cleaner, you know? Yeah, that's so. fair. That's fair. I like, I like that. I like that. Um, similarly, my easy answer would be the, um, MSI claw, or the ROG Ally, honestly, any of the handhelds. The MSI Claw is the new, new one, so like that's the one that I would probably want the most. Uh, but that is an easy answer because we talked about it last week. Uh, so if I were to switch it up from that, just like you did right now, um, I don't know if I've had any actual use for it, but the uh, the rabbit, the AI little rabbit device that's supposed to like be like your ai assistance and it's like a walkie-talkie and it does like a bunch of oh, other yeah. shit um like what are they calling that are they saying like spatial computing something no, no 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 it's like a little no. device it's like actual the little uh, rabbit it's in collaboration with uh teenage engineering uh, that one right 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 okay yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> it's the r1 in Voice commands, it has some connectivity to the internet. Um, it just looks like it's 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 one of those that's like, okay, what's the point of this? And like, is this actually going to be super useful? Do I need it? No, um, but it's just it's I like tech at that size with the little screen, it has a fun name, fun little logo, the rabbit. Um, and it's, you know, I think it's one of the better ways of implementing AI in a way that isn't, like, super disruptive and intrusive, uh, where it's like, hey, uh, teach, learn how to, like, or keep track of, like, you know, when I'm, like, recording and editing the podcast and, like, make, make that easier for me on, like, what works if it's, like, looking mm. at any analytics or whatever online. Yeah, I mean, or just like, just, just like, looks, I don't know, it's, it just looks fun. It just looks fun. It looks cool. It looks cool. It's cute. <laughs> like, it's cute and it's tiny and it's got a little, you know, it got a little slidey, you know, it's basically a fidget spinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, some of, some of the stuff you can use, you can do on your phone right now, like, uh, get me an Uber to, I don't know, the United Center for the Bulls game get me tickets to the Bulls game on this date. Like there are tools that can let you do that right now on your phone, but like to have like a dedicated thing and it's like, you know, you're already integrated with your email and everything else. And it's just like, you can say a statement and then it's going to handle all of that for you. I think that's some of that is, is pretty cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's just a fun little device. It's just a fun little device. I think like the thing that I, I wish Siri like functioned it. like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, all Siri does is just when I'm, my phone's in my pocket, just interrupts my music because <laughs> it clicks the button. Like that's all Siri does is seemingly just interrupt yeah, podcasts. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing about Teenage Engineering, I think, is a cool company. It's very interesting. I know this isn't just them, right? It's like in partnership. No, it's like with, it's a cam- collaboration with, and I'm trying to look up who yeah. specifically, but uh, uh, Rabbit Inc. Rabbit Inc. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but I, I think like the cool thing about what this could be is it's almost it's a weird thing of like it's this other device for you to use your other device less. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, the idea is if it's Farfield microphones, it can like take care of like multiple actions for you that you would be doing on your phone yourself. Like, technically, is that going to potentially make people more present, make things easier to get accomplished so you don't, you know, like sometimes where you're like, yeah, you know what, what I'm doing on my phone right now, I actually want to go to a computer for, or I want to do the iPad or whatever. If this works well, and I think like natural language AI stuff, we were pretty impressed with that. The sphere with the robots. Man, that robot was was pretty nuts. It was pretty nuts. It has gotten so much better so quickly it's um, a little i mean I, it's scary it's kind of scary but yeah hundo percent <laughs> hundo percent scary as hell um but like uh, i don't know maybe there'll be a brief moment where it, it'll be fun <laughs> yeah yeah we might we might find ourselves in in a tiny pocket here where it's just straight fun like we, and we you've you've brought this up in the past, like the early internet was, where it's just like I don't know, we're kind of just like learning and figuring it out, uh, and yeah. it's not super and delicious right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we definitely don't need oversight at all. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know people have feelings about like teenage and engineering and their prices and stuff, but uh, this is a cool. They collaborated with uh, the design of this specifically yeah it definitely uh, which makes sense it, it has like that, that feel yeah. Design, yeah yeah um yeah we have so yeah that that those are some those are our picks for for that stuff and obviously i'm still going through a lot of ces footage so you'll be seeing a lot more of that on tiktok and youtube i still got like get like full-on impressions and reviews best ofs and all of that fun stuff the weirdest stuff to, yep. it's all going to become uh, on youtube soon so make sure to keep an eye out there spencer Yes, sir. Our last topic of the day. T-Pain. GTA 6. Do you ha- are you, first of all, are you aware of the circumstances around discovering this news? Um, I, my assumption, and I have not looked this up, but I have an assumption based on liking T-Pain. Did he just say he wanted to be in GTA 6 at some point and do a radio station? No, no, uh, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. So you okay. know how he has like his he live streams and stuff and does. Yeah, it's kind he of does a, a ton pseudo of podcast. Like, but he, it's it's like a live show, talk show, Twitch stream type situation. He sometimes plays games, sometimes plays music, sometimes just chats with people. Uh, highly recommend. It's, it's a fun. Him, it's a fun stream. It, cool it's a fun guy, stream. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a fun stream because it's T Pain. Of course, it's cool. Uh, no, he, they were talking about. I guess someone had asked him about. Um, Working with or or playing the role playing server in the role playing server for a mod for GTA Five online, and 
And then he's like, oh, yeah, I think I wanted to. But then he's like, but I was working with Rockstar and they wouldn't have been super happy about that because I'm working on GTA, because I'm in GTA 6 and I'm working on GTA 6. Um, and uh, yeah, I really couldn't get into it. And then like a couple of weeks later, turns out that Rockstar is working with the uh, developers of that mod anyways. <laughs> so he was like kind of <laughs> pissed off about it, but like uh, kind of not. So like in all of that, because they're asking him about playing this like role-playing mode mod in Grand Theft Auto 5 online. Everyone's like, hold up, wait, what? Go back, go back to like a minute ago. Did you just like casually say you're in GTA 6? And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess. And he's like, what, what is Rockstar cool going to do, Sue T-Pain? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, T-Pain is one of the the people that understands how he can remain untouchable t-pain wise like he's he's like he's such in this pocket of fame like it's like the he's in one of the perfect fame pockets yeah where it's like at this point he literally just he's kind of t-pain is analogous to john carpenter in a lot of ways to me where it's it's like seems like t-pain really just like video games and chatting it up with folks and singing some songs but he wasn't like obsessive about becoming you know the biggest t- the biggest singer in the world or whatever he was like no i just always like wanted money for singing and stuff and i did really good at that and now i just want to like play games <laughs> and just like chat with people and have a good time yeah and I then love- occasionally <laughs> do incredible shows uh just like either online or in person where he just crushes it. I know maybe we've talked about Sardi and maybe not, but like I always, and and I don't care if we have, because I, I have you seen his uh, cover of war pigs? Mm-hmm. It's so good, man. It's so goddamn yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, he's, he, he's, he's, he's good at most of the stuff he does. It's, it's um, crazy. It's crazy. Is, I love I love how like he knows he knows it too, which you just said like, yeah, I got really good at it and I made a lot of money because I'm really good at it. Um, But it never comes across to me. I've never felt like that's like a cocky, like, oh, annoying confidence, cocky way. It's like, no, no, no. I just know that I'm good and I like doing it. And yeah, Yeah. asshole. Like if anyone tries to troll him, he's like, no, screw you. I'm good. I have Grammys. Kick rocks. Yeah. I've worked with all I'm your T-Pain. favorite artists. I'm T Pain. <laughs> yeah, it's the like, best. That's it's like the best. he. That's that's literally he. Like, let's say uh, Rockstar's mad at him, and he would literally just send back, "It's okay. I'm T Pain. This helped you. <laughs> this is a good thing that this happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm um, I am beloved. <laughs> so GTA Five. Uh, had Tyler the Creator wrote a couple of songs for GTA 5, like original, um, in, in the radio. And this, this is like Wolf Era, uh, Tyler the Creator. Uh, same thing with like ASAP Rocky. Um, I'm yeah, pretty sure when, like, basically they were all teenagers because this yeah. is like 12, 13 years ago at this <laughs> point, assuming like they got in during the production, right? right? During production, right? Right, right. Um, who who would you like? All right, let's see. Who who do you think is probably going to be on GTA Six, and who would you be most excited about 
being either working on original music or being in the game itself because it sounds like t-pain is going to be both he's going to he's making music and he's in the game either it could be a like a named character as himself or it could just be like yeah my model's in the game and i'm just like an npc we don't know yet we don't um, know the details yet so i would say when it comes to like famous people <clears throat> making cameos in video games or being in video games I don't know if I'm interested in like other famous people. I think like T Pain is like the perfect person. No, to but make, even, like, not even that. Like I'm, I mean more like artists, musicians, on the on the music side specifically. Yeah, I think that's a little bit. Yeah, more yeah. Interesting. But I, like, like I hope that T Pain is as far as it goes in terms of maybe he's like a side character you oh, meet like up in with. The game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's a way. That, it makes sense that maybe T Pain could be in GTA world. Yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't be that crazy. Same with like if Tyler the Creator did that, like was in it, you know, or like the Loiter Squad folks. It's like that kind of vibes with GTA. Um, but I think in terms of like art, I think it'd be cool if some of the like graffiti was done by graffiti artists, like actual graffiti artists as yeah. opposed to like designers. Um, so that would be cool. Uh, music wise. Honestly, this is crazy that I'm going to say, but John Carpenter would be cool if he did some tracks. <laughs> like, why not? He loves video games. Why and not? He prefers yeah, prefers making music over anything. Like, all he wants to do is smoke weed and play music and play games. That is the demographic of GTA, uh, full stop. So um, yeah, yeah. Like, he could be, yeah, so that'd be fun. Uh, hmm, who else would I want? Who else would I want? Oh, uh, no, I, oh, uh, it'd be fun if, uh, they just had like a, and I don't, again, I don't know if Theo Vaughn is problematic or not. I'm, I think he is also isn't, it's confusing. He teeters uh, that line I, really well, but that would be a fun one. That would I, be a fun, like cameo. He, like if he just, you just like on the radio, you switch over and like, it's like three minutes of Theo Vaughn talking about That would about be great. Stuff. That would be great. Like, that'd be kind of a fun little Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Again, I don't... I think he, he could be very bad. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't look into it, like, because I only see him on, like, Instagram clips. It's not like yeah, I'm, yeah. like, consuming his content on purpose. But most of the time, he's pretty funny uh, and super You never offensive. know what he's going to um, say. I literally never know what's about really, to come out of his mouth. It's insane. Dude, his, yeah, his brain doesn't work the same way as anyone else's, which is why he's interesting to listen to. I want... Oh, Hezbollah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want Hezbollah in there. That would be sick. That would work. It would work. That would work. His persona yeah. fits the world of like a vice city. Like if you're going like He's effectively, Miami, his persona, his whole life is effectively the cover of, yeah, GTA Vice City. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be him. I want Pitbull... As a uh, like Easter egg NPC in the game, like not that not Pitbull as himself, like not his like a model of him. I want mm. you to be able to like walk around Miami, and then randomly you hear someone go like Mujeres, and it's Pitbull's voice acting. That would be like fun, that. you know, where it's not like overtly like oh it's Pitbull. It's like oh no that like you imagine the clip of like wait a minute is that. Was that Pitbull? And he goes like Mister Three O Nine or something slightly different, and it's like, and then it's like, and he tweets out a day later, like, "Yep, that was me. I voiced some lines in GTA Five. 
a GTA yeah, 6. Yeah, it's, it's almost like it would be like... Easter uh, eggs like that where you have like to discover them, I think would be way more fun. It's like, uh, you know, behind me is uh, Blonde, right? The, yeah. The, the waveforms of, of the album Blonde, where it's like Blonde has like a jillion people that featured on it that you would you can never tell. Like, uh, most of the songs have like eight people that Frank Ocean just like put in a room and was like, hey, can you like fuck around with this for like an hour? And they're like, cool. And he's like, cool, I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. hey, I think that I'm on your album. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. royalty's coming. Um, but it's, uh, it's almost like uh, GTA. It'd be fun if they did stuff like that where it's like, you don't really know, but there's a lot of people in there because these games are crazily deep for something that on the surface yeah doesn't seem very deep because it's it's really not uh but it i mean it is to this day how many people are playing five still confuses me because it's my i stopped playing it's it truly the year it came out <laughs> well it's because it's because the kids are playing gta uh, online specifically it's not that they're playing like yeah. the campaign mode they're playing online um, right right yeah which still is crazy that it's like had this this much longevity um who who else would I be like? Who else would I be happy with? Like either making music or like a surprise cameo like that. Um, I feel like any of the Miami artists or like Florida artists are a little bit too easy. Uh, if you gave me like, um, someone like uh. I don't know. Like, if you just got like half of the Avengers cast, ran like being random NPCs in the game would be cool. Um, or yeah, or or if you gave me like uh like an original GTA five uh, six. I keep saying GTA five. An original GTA six, like Ice Spice song. I think that would be fun. I feel like there's definitely going to be that's got to be that's got to be some right? good tie-in songs for sure. And I think Ice Spice. I mean, that is. It's right. It's that feels it's like a layup. For, that feels like you know, yeah. like the freebie right there. Yeah, uh, definitely a good idea. I think things that I would not want to see, uh, like any like like uh, I don't want to see like Ray Liotta, <laughs> like dead Ray Liotta as a weird character <laughs> oh, in the man. in yeah. it or something. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that would be that would be weird. It would be weird. I think. It would be fun if, like, GTA 6 has enough, uh, like, player choice where, like, that kind of, these kind of things can almost be, like, seek them out if you want them, you know, yeah. as opposed to, like, ham-fisted, where it's like, you know, I love the radio um, of GTA 5, of really all of them, but I think it'd be cool if it was, like, legitimately, like, Oh, I really like rock. So GTA did some stuff where like I can have most of my playthrough kind of like uh the the bits and the bobs be more akin to what I like in yeah. terms of like music and maybe like that it would be cool if it they start like changing aesthetics because I I just wonder what are they going to do with GTA 6 uh, aside from just being bigger and nicer to look at that well, makes it worth the, the truly worth such a long time i think i th there's no other studio that i would not like blindly trust but like give benefit of the doubt other than rockstar for for this specifically because yeah. 
Red Dead Redemption 2, and I know I know I say like that I don't think it's quite as good as like best game of all time. Like the kids love saying that shit online. Uh, and I'm like, ah, it's not that it's good, but it's like your best of all time. Like, no, it's uh it's a really good game, but like let's just leave it there. Um but it, it was a really like immersive world, even for the time, like even for now, like it holds up very well uh, multiple years later. Um, if if we got like anything close to the player choice that we got in Baldur's Gate 3, but in GTA 6, I think that is different enough at that quality level, at, like at that level mm-hmm. of visual fidelity, of voice acting, immersiveness, graphical, all of that. That's to me, it's like, all right, cool, Dade. They did own something that only Rockstar could do. Uh, that would work for me. Um, but yeah, I think that's an interesting way of like if they paste it, like maybe some of the missions and, and the story enough where like you can fit your own music that they curated from. Like if they gave you the options, they're already curating the music. But if they gave you the options that it's paced out in a way that, like, yeah, so it's not just going to be hip hop or it's not just going to be like uh, rock country. It's like whatever your style is, you can like run that radio station and as the cutscene starts it still fits because we'll like transition into the right song that we have in our library of like all of these artists that we work with we gave them this theme and these ideas execute that in your style i think that would be really cool yeah because i think like you know just with how different the world of playing video games is since the release of gta online i guess you could say like it's it's just not it's not necessarily enough to just make a bigger, better version of it in yeah. terms of something as treasured. And I think the reason why GTA Online um, has like survived so long and thrived so long is because it is a lot about like you do whatever, just do whatever you want. Yeah. Like do whatever you want. Have fun. Be weird. Do crazy shit. Break, break everything. Like spend your whole life just trying to like ride a motorcycle over the biggest tower and like figure that out. Um, So it does seem like, you know, if they really steered into that, like maybe that's, they did end up more at a player choice world because I think that's like why Boulder's gate is so impressive to so many people is because even though it is all pre-designed, it doesn't feel like that. And to me, even with GTA five, story was already like too too it, uh, like it the story wasn't what was, grabbed me even though everybody's no, like no. it's like one of the best stories no, that they've not. ever done and no, i'm like it's, not. No, it's, it's not. boring it's so repetitive you got three characters that you're gonna have to phase in and out of it's like really episodic doesn't make you feel like the game is as big as it is like when you're playing the story missions so i i wonder yeah like how much organic gameplay are they going to figure out how to yeah put in that's where they need to get back to some of their roots and some of the early gta stuff because that's i don't i I can't believe someone's like oh yeah gta 5 is one of the best stories like no red dead redemption's 2 story was better and oh yeah and i i'd call i'd call the characters of red dead redemption 2 some of the greatest of all time i wouldn't call the overall narrative and the story the great one of the greatest of all time it's just kind of like a classic you know old western and i'm a dude that's like trying to do my best it's like okay 15 year olds this story has been told a hundred times before relax it's not the greatest of all time uh but arthur morgan's character specifically 
one of the greatest anti-heroes of all time i'll give you that yeah. in a video game uh dutch and like the the gang itself the char- the individual characters i think are at that level the narrative as a whole not super unique yeah. but still works really well I, the point being and really quick really really yeah. quick there before before we go on really quick what's your favorite game of all time my favorite game of all time the last of us okay and that was a really original story no I've never said it was a super original story, but it was executed to near per- Spencer. This goddamn video game. No, I'm just. I'm just saying. Multiple I'm just movies. saying. I'm just saying. No, Danny, no, 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 no. You sound a little bit the, like Uncle Danny over here, no, telling no, the kids not to like the stuff that the they same. like. It's not the same. It's not the same. I'm sorry, but you could easily say everything you just said about Red Dead Two, and I haven't even finished that game. I you, don't then you then what are you giving me shit for? <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm just saying. You could I'm be just like, saying, oh no, you're wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> you could say the same things about Last of Us that you just said about Red Dead Two, Danny. You just weren't at that perfect moment of age sure, when you discovered sure, sure. Last of Us, Red Dead Two. Like if if you were five years younger, I think you would just shift into like Red Dead Two as your favorite game of all time. Like it's no, it's a possibility, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but you just were too old and jaded, and Arthur Morgan was too much like you, you stinky bitch. No, I'm literally saying that he's one of the greatest individual characters. The overall narrative. I think it's fine. I think I think Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two is in the conversation of greatest game of all time. I think it's fairly in that conversation. Okay. Danny. All right. All right. And I have again. I haven't played it, but I haven't played most. Oh of the my games god. <laughs> Do you I see? You see it. what it I was, deal I with. You like see it. what I deal with. I didn't people. like it. Uh, if you want me to talk about how I actually feel about Red Dead Two, uh, floaty combat and it's clunky as hell. <laughs> God damn horseback riding on in that game was so dumb. Uh, anyways, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I am looking forward to GTA Six, and hopefully, so we'll see how, how those predictions pan out for us. I think we're spot on. Um, no worries about it. I think we locked him in correctly. Um, don't even remember what I said about it all, so hard to say. <laughs> it's all right. We have we have the footage here. Hey, bye. bye.